So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. Hello. Hello and welcome back to this episode of the Self-Development with Tactics podcast. And I do just really, really, really hope... I'm just not seeing my screen. And I do just really, really, really hope that this time the audio is fine. Because this is going to be uh, just a normal episode, not a 10-minute episode like yesterday. Which was just, you know, pretty incredible, though. Um, to actually being able to just go through one whole summary or one just last piece of a summary that I initially was going through in 30 minutes actually just surpassing or just going through in i think it was actually quite the half you know it's quite just great to see that i'm actually capable of doing this <laughs> just to i don't know i was really kind of kind of surprised by myself that i was actually able to just um put all the words that are in my hand because this was the most uh, difficult thing about it that i did just know what I was talking about before and it was way much more than I was just then talking about in or then just talking in the episode in the uh, second episode of it you know at the end but um, I did just still manage to just put every single information that is some kind of important to me in terms of the whole summary or in terms of the whole thing uh, that um, that yeah I did believe okay this is something that a lot of people get value from and it was even in a great way you know it was even you know in a great way in terms of actually me talking in a good way the english went well and you know so on and so on and so on but as you can see um we are actually in another book summary and today i'm actually uh on the uh, thatpowermoves.com website uh, yeah i haven't been there in, a, in quite a while, I have to say, I'm still just grateful for being here again because I know that there are just a lot, a lot, a lot of fucking book summaries, and this is just what I just really like about this page that there are so many information, or that there is so many information, which is just incredible, and um, you can even get a bit of a bit of it for free. You know, after I think uh, four or five summaries, you do just have to pay for it to actually view them. But um, I think that's totally okay, you know, actually also paying for them would be okay for me because I do understand, okay, this is a lot of work and this just, yeah, takes a lot of time and therefore paying a little bit for it, I think it's some kind of a 10 bucks or something, not that much definitely, um, it's quite okay. Um, but yeah, so the title is Charisma Myth by Olivia Fox Cabana. Um, which is, I think, quite interesting, and it seems to be a lot of practical advice in it, which is totally something that I do just, I think I would prefer it uh, in terms of actually rather something theoretical or practical, um, because just having something that you can actually choose or use right ahead is something that I so much like, and this was actually one of the things that I liked so much about How to Win Friends and Influence People, because it gave you so much um, you know, different ways of just using what you have learned and actually gave you ways and stories uh, in which uh, he was talking about how he used it and what he did achieve with it. Um, I think that's great. But yeah, I think um, we are going ahead with the summary, um, not to just, you know, lose a lot more time, which is totally something I do not want to do. 
because I do know that your time, and especially your time, is precious. It's definitely not about my time, <laughs> because today uh, I actually do have quite a lot of time, which is totally, totally great. Um, but yeah, the charisma myth teaches the readers how to be more charismatic. It has tones of great wisdom and insight with both good psychology and lots of practical tips. And I do believe that char being charismatic or empathetic, and I think this is quite um, just something like the same, you know, it's definitely not quite the same, but it's just, yeah, something in the same space, I would say, you know. Um, but, yeah, the bullet summary. Charisma is something we can all learn and this is something i deeply believe in you know i think there are certain tasks as if if it's in terms of your voice your tone of voice the words you use your body language a lot of things just really are a factor of being more charismatic and i do just believe in that uh, some people do have the ability to be just charismatic and this is just what it is and some people do just have the you know just have to learn it you know it's it's what's quite a, with everything on the earth is and there are people who are talented and, you know, most of the people still do just have to some kind of learn it. Um, charisma is pr presence, warmth and power. Warmth and power. Too much warmth uh, would be, or what does it call? Fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, pretty much means too nice, uh, too much power would then be arrogant and distant. So too much warmth is too nice and too much power is arrogant and or distant. There can be some downside to charisma like jealousy and isolation. Use vulnerability. Um, I do quite think that people will definitely get jealous of you just, you know, if they see that you're so charismatic and, you know, everybody likes you and everybody can just deal with you and you can deal with everybody else and just these things and not because... Not because being just charismatic is something that's so unusual or so precious, but I just think that, you know, the people are in general, in general just jealous of quite everything. And I do understand it to some kind of a degree that um, you might just want to be as good as some other persons are at, you know, certain things. But, you know, I do not just understand the negative side of it, you know. Um, you could just go up to this person and ask, okay, you know, how do all these people like you? You know, how is it going? Do you have any tricks? Can you give me some advice on how you're doing it? Because maybe then I can just implement all the tricks and tips you gave me into my kind of a routine or, you know, whatever you're thinking about. And um, I do think, you know, just just not being so negative all the time. It's just one of the ways to go, I would say. Because, you know, you just see a lot of negativity out there in the world. And if you're then just as well such a negative person and put out so much negativity, it's not good for you and it's not good for all the people that are around you. And just rather choose to be positive and positive about you and your life and your friends and, you know, whatever it is. But the full summary... Uh, we can all learn charisma. We don't have to be naturally outgoing or handsome. Indeed, charisma will make you will make you make you more attractive. So it will make you just more attractive. And introverts can be very charismatic as well, and it's actually an advantage for certain forms of charisma. Um, I do just think that introverts actually do have some kind of an advantage um, for some things. Um, I don't know. I do not know about charisma. Because it definitely involves just, you know, kind of uh, engaging with people. 
I do just understand it because they are just or seem for me. I'm just having this stereotypical picture in my mind that you know they are quite just um, not shy, but they are not too loud. They do not shout around, and they are just really nice to be around with because they just do not do things that might bother you because they are just so introverted. But I don't know. You know, it's just me assuming some things um, which might not necessarily be true. But yeah, uh, three quick tips. Um, actually, close it up a little bit, so just to have something else. So three quick tips for a charisma boost or for charisma boosts. The first one is lower the intonation of your voice at the end of the sentence, which is um, something I do not know, and therefore I'm just uh, googling it because I think this is important. Uh, because intonation, I don't know what the intonation is. So the rise and fall of the voice in speaking. Um, which means maybe like lower the intonation of your voice at the end of the sentence of the sentence maybe something like this I don't know you know just being very high and very just you know maybe empathetic in the beginning but lowering down at the end so that people know that you calm down and that you just try to be charismatic <laughs> or something like this I don't know I don't know um, but okay yeah I think it is, you know, it's just actually being a little bit calmer with your voice, being a little bit more smoother with, with your voice actually seems to make you more charismatic. And I do understand it because it actually, I think, creates just a great atmosphere around the people and just around yourself. The second one is reduce your speed and quantity of nodding. Um, nodding is something that I've been quite uh, not reading about. Yeah, also reading about in the body language books that I've been just, you know, featuring on this channel, on this podcast, whatever. And you should definitely check them out because they are fucking great. They're really fucking great. You know, you can learn just a lot from them. And I think it was actually one of the books that I've learned, um, yeah, the most from. Um, actually, just in the top, I don't know, five books or something. You know, actually, besides How to Win Friends and Influence People. <laughs> um, but I would definitely suggest you to go check it out. Um if you want to check it out on my channel, just, you know, I think you should probably search it in Google with my name and um, something like body language. I did just do a lot of episodes on it. I think actually five or something. And I did feature um, not only one book, um, but the specific book that I was featuring was actually um, the, uh, what was it called? Um, the, some something like book of, body language, so blah, 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 book of body language, the definite, definitive, the definitive book of body language, and you can totally just, you know, search up or look up the summary itself, if you just want to go through it a little bit faster, or just listen to the audio of it, so that you might also, you know, are able to just learn a lot if you're on the go, and if you're working, or if you're just in a car, which is totally something great, I think, and the third one is, and so in terms of the nodding, um, actually, when people speak to you, if it's, you know, nodding very fast, this just indicates, okay, I know what you're talking about, please go on and please make it a little bit faster. But if you're nodding just really, like, um, just quite slowly, you're just giving them these signals that you're actually understanding what they are saying and that you're giving attention to them and what they are saying. And also the uh, quantity matters. So there was some kind of a rule of thumb or something where... Um, the authors actually were saying, okay, um, you should actually not like three times after he just ended speaking and, you know, whatever. 
Um, I do quite think that, you know, you should just in general not when they are talking and if you're agreeing or not, I think um, just nodding itself is just a great gesture. Um, whether if you are or whether you are actually believing what the person is saying or not doesn't necessarily matter, I think. Um, but yeah, the third and last one is from the three quick tips. Maybe close it up once. Um, pause for two seconds before you reply. Um, I do just feel that a lot about it is quite in terms of being calm and not being too fast, not being too energetic. I do not want to say that you shouldn't be energetic because you want to be charismatic or something. Um, I do just think that there are a lot of ways for being charismatic um, and a lot of people will just kind of uh, respond to it in a different way. So some people might be liking just really empathetic and really just loud and really... Um, excited people and some other maybe just like the introverted ones the ones that are just really calm and i don't know just just this some kind of a people um but yeah we assess first friend or foe foe intentions and power olivia capain says that upon first meeting someone we want to assess whether they are friends or foes i hope it's actually called foes it's f-o-e and an s and whether they have the power to act on those intentions. Um, I do quite believe in it because I do just always kind of think of us in terms of like... I'm sorry. Um, if it was up to this point pretty loud, I'm very, very sorry because I actually did just um, yeah, close my doors. Not my doors, but my windows uh, because I just forgotten it to actually close them. And I'm quite used to it, you know, I'm just used to the street that's next to my house and that's quite next to my window and therefore I'm not quite, you know, giving any attention to what I'm quite hearing there. I hope it didn't kind of disturb you and the whole experience of uh, the podcast or, and or the video. Um, yeah, uh, so I do believe in it because I think if you're just thinking of us in, the, in terms of the really Asian kind of people like... Um, the stone mans and whatever they were actually called, I don't know. And um, they, were, they, they just had to just think in terms of this. They had to just think like, okay, is this a predator or a foe or is this actually a friend? And they just really had to quickly um, see whether it is the one thing or the other thing. And I do believe a lot of just these Asian kind of um, characteristics or traits, a lot of them are still in us, even though we don't need them. Um, I do just think about fear. Uh, fear is definitely some of these things that I think uh, we do not necessarily have to have. Um, not in terms of, you know, because fear is something that's pretty difficult to talk about. Because first of all, fear is definitely something good, because it just shows you that something is you know, going to happen and you should keep attention to something maybe. Um, if you're just next to it, it's just really... Um, yeah, big valley or something that you're not just stepping aside and falling down or something. Um, but on the other hand, it is just really, really, really overdone, you know, uh, in nowadays lives, especially because a lot of people are feared to just speak with people. A lot of people are just feared of, feared of you know, some very typical things that, you know, are quite like normal. So it's not normal for everybody. Um, so therefore, it's quite, you know, quote unquote normal. Um, but yeah. So the three elements of charisma. The three elements of charisma for Caban are the presence, the power, and the warmth. Power without warm, 
So power without warm is impressive but can, but can come across as cold, arrogant and standoffish. Standoffish. Whatever this actually means, I've never heard a word. Warmth without power can be likable and can come across as uh, subservient and eager to please. Also read No More Mr. Nice Guy, which was actually one of the books that I uh, initially wanted to go through as well, uh, but I kind of decided to not go through it because I, I I really felt like, okay, this is just not providing just a lot of great value and or it was something like I didn't actually want to give to you, so this wasn't actually something that I would suggest. And therefore I decided, okay, no, um, even though I went through it just a little bit to see if there's something in it, I still remember this, um, because there are actually not that much books that I'm um, actually kind of refusing to go through. Um, but yeah, but let's go ahead with the presents, or presents, or presents, or whatever it is called. So the presents being aware of what's going on. So, presence means being aware of what's going on. When we are not pre present, is it presence? Never mind. So when we are not present in the, in, uh, the conversation or in the environment, it shows, and it shows and we are not charismatic. Here is how to be acquire, how to be acquire more presence or presence or whatever. Learn presence with meditation. And when your mind wanders, focus on your breath and toes to come back to the present. Um, uh, actually, meditation is something good. It's definitely something for everybody because not everybody likes to just, you know, sit around and quite do nothing. Even though you do just, you know, think and whatever you're doing, maybe you're breathing in a certain way. Um, but yeah, actually focusing on your breath. Um, even though I do just have to say, when I'm meditating, I'm just often really focusing on my breath. And this is just for me then a way to actually just get out of this kind of a reality. Because um, if you know, you know, you might know if you just meditate yourself. But um, a lot of times if you just meditate, and I do think this is just, you know, the uh, whole reason behind meditation. Um, I do think that you do meditate to kind of escape from the reality, some sort of. Because... Uh, all the time when I'm meditating, I do just feel just really inside me, you know, everything quite just um, somehow sounds differently, so it's not that, that that bright, and I do just not seem so present, I do just really be, uh, or seem to be in my body, in my head, and this is an amazing feeling, and the problem with it is, if you recognize it, and if you just focus on this feeling, most of the time the whole meditation effect, or the effect of these feelings, go away, and you just somehow... Um, yeah, turn into the into the reality again, which is then some kind of a pissing uh, or you know a fucked up moment because you feel like okay, you know this is such a great feeling and you want to have it all the fucking time, uh, but it's not possible for you because your body then just shifts. Um, power, power is the ability to affect the world around us, whether it be on influence or power over others. You recognize power based on appearance and other people's reaction to us. And also the body language. Um, the appearance, definitely, I would say. Um, and I do think that there, you know, is some kind of a reason why just still a lot of powerful people maybe, you know, are wearing certain things. Maybe like suits. Maybe suits just just creates the feeling of power. Maybe. I don't know. Um, it is always in terms of um, quite symbols, yeah. Because um, if I remember correctly... Uh, symbols, are, symbols are actually just really abstract ways or abstract things that show you certain uh, feelings or certain um, 
yeah, most of the time feelings, and um, and or just just other things. For, for example, the cross is a symbol of the Catholic or of the Christian, you know, religion, and it practically stands for Jesus Christ. The thing is, if you're just looking on the cross, it is definitely not showing Jesus Christ. You know, it's the same thing with maybe wearing a suit. If you're just wearing a suit, you're just not seeing the um, yeah the whole power of the appearance. But we kind of assume it or we kind of connect it with the power and with a great experience or with, not experience, but appearance and so on. Um, and also the other two is definitely, so when, when you actually see that other people are reacting to a certain person in a certain way, um, I do think you're some kind of a primed or you do get some kind of prime, which means um, that you're not just, that you can't just think um, in the way you actually initially wanted about this certain person because you have seen that some other people are actually uh, reacting to this person in a different way or in a certain in a certain way and um, also with body language obviously because you really can just you know create the feeling of power and um, or the, 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 you can really create the feeling of showing power some kind of and warmth warmth is the goodwill we have towards others it says whether we want to use our power to help others or to harm them uh, obstacles to to presents power and warmth the following are common obstacles to unleashing your presence power and warmth the physical discomfort physical discomfort affects our mental states which in turn affects our uh, our expressions body language and social skills performance to combat physical physical dis discomfort so you do just have to read it again because i didn't keep any attention to the text which is totally something if you're just you know doing some kind of the same uh you know type of of podcast or you're just reading a lot on your own just um yeah really try to focus on the text you're reading because often i think we do just shift in some kind of a mode we uh in which we do just reading but we actually do not keep uh, close attention to what we are reading. So it's it's not quite about you know the reading itself, but um, about the information we get or we should get because we're actually then not getting it. Um, to combat so physical discomfort affects our mental states, uh, which in turn affects our expressions, body language, and social skills performances. To combat physical discomfort, wear clothes that fit well and or you just feel like good in and or just clothes you pretty much like and you do just really know the moment hopefully um, if you're just wearing maybe new clothes or clothes you just really like you're completely feeling differently and i think you're feeling more confident even eat well and check your check the nutrition guide and definitely eat well uh, eat well also in terms of actually being mentally okay because at my point of view the the whole mind and body connection is so deep and you can definitely just um, yeah see it when when you maybe know somebody who has depression and depression could actually go in such a you know enormous stage where you actually can feel the effects of your um, depression physically so on your body and this just really shows for me okay or underlines for me that um, the connection between the body and the mind is actually pretty fucking uh, dense definitely um, but yeah, um, and the last one is get all the rest you need. Um, definitely, um, I always, I kind of, I think it was, was it today? No, it was actually yesterday because I'm not sleeping that much, you know, at the moment, which is, you know, totally because of what I'm doing right now, because I do just have to put in the time to actually record the videos and make the posts and whatsoever. 
And because I'm actually at home at 7 p.m. or something, around 7 p.m., sometimes a little bit earlier, sometimes a little bit later, um, and I do just have to actually go to bed at, you know, quite 9 p.m. because I have to get up at uh, 5 a.m., quite 5.20 a.m. actually. Um, I'm kind of, you know, just trying to put everything into this kind of, uh, yeah, time span that I'm having, so from kind of 7 or 8 actually, when I'm just showering and eating and all this kind of stuff, and, um, but most of the time I just surpass this this kind of a guideline for me, so most of the time I do just, you know, really stay up until 12 p.m. or something like this, or actually, uh, you know, uh, when it's midnight, yeah. <laughs> because I actually once um, intended to, to actually schedule a post on, on 12 p.m., so actually at midnight, and I actually came to the conclusion it's not possible, because there is not something as 12 p.m., there's actually only, I think, 0 a.m., or something, you know, it should be the case, or it's the other, or it's vice versa, you know, it could also be the thing, but I don't know. And the last thing is recognize. Take a moment to notice if you're tense or not, and if yes, fix it, fix fix what what is bothering you, and reframe it, see it in a different light, how it is good, and how you can use it. And that's definitely very, very good. Um, especially the whole framing thing, but I do just have, um, yeah, I think um, to really fix what's bothering you, you do just have to frame it, or you just have to look at it in a certain way so that you can get out of your loop of being so negative about a certain thing or thinking about it in this way. And if you're framing it, um, which might actually be a great example, I think, is if you're complaining about your food not being warm or not being as good and you're just blaming your mother because you, she just really cooked you something that you do not like and whatever, you just have to reframe this and you just have to put it in another perspective and just see, okay, you know, there are a lot of people who do just not have any fucking food and... I think this is one way to go in terms of framing. I do just hope that he means this by framing. But um, but yeah, I do think that just really having the perspective and having the the frames, you know, the kind of different frames for every single thing, I don't know, um, is quite important to actually see the real, the real life, I would say. Because I think often we just change our reality and change our thoughts in such a way that um, everything is a little bit different than it is than it is actually, or than it is, that it actually is. But yeah, uh, mental discomfort, um, anxiety, dissatisfaction, self-criticism or self-doubt, or doubt, is it doubt? I think this is actually a silent B, could this be the case? I don't know. Uh, uncertainty, to deal with uncertainty. So uncertainty and how to deal with uncertainty. Uh, lie down, close your eyes and relax. What does uncertainty actually mean? I do just understand it quite, quite, yeah. But um, maybe, uh, which is definitely, okay. So the first one is lie down, close your eyes and relax. The second one is take two or three deep breaths. Imagine the air in the exhale all your, and then, so, sorry. Imagine the air in, then exhale all your worries, which I think basically means um, you should just imagine 
the air you're just blowing out just being your worries and um, yeah to just some kind of visualizing it um, I do think this is also a great way for the brain for the brain to actually uh, kind of move to you know this kind of process you know if just showing it by thinking about it and whatsoever um, imagine a benevolent or benevolent it's b-e-n-e v-o-l-e-n-t and entity of your choice like god or fate or the universe etc um okay it makes sense for me because i do think okay having something that's bigger than you and that's some kind of you know rule for you and that's that's ruling just you um could be some kind of a great thing for you because you do just have then a reason for why for why you're doing things and you do just um, maybe do not feel alone. You know, this could also be a thing. The fourth one is, imagine they come to collect all your worries. And the fifth one is, feel the weight being lifted off. Okay, so I do quite believe that imagining it and just visualizing it is very important because we are, we are all so visual, just people and, um, or animals, actually. Um, so we just like to have visuals and uh, I also think, and this is something I know, but I should totally just look it up once more, um, is that our brain actually can't decide between the reality and our thoughts. And therefore, just thinking about certain things like, you know, I'm the best or I, I am so rich and whatsoever, then our body and our mind and reality actually thinks that we have accomplished these things. For sure, you know, this is something I tried out, but for sure you do just have to be really um, kind of pursued by yourself uh, that it is actually true what you're saying and what you're telling yourself. I think because uh, I think without that uh, it's not that great and it wouldn't work that great because yeah you know your mind knows when it is just shitting on itself I think. <laughs> uh, but yeah I do think um, this is the end with the episode. I do hope that you liked it. I really liked it because everything went well. The whole speaking went well. And the company, not the company, but actually because I'm just, you know, looking at comparison, there's the COMP as well. And I don't know, somehow I, or CM, COMPA actually. Um, but yeah, uh, I hope you got something out of it. And I hope you do just have your wealth, health, happiness and success, especially happiness because happiness is fucking important. And yeah, I hope you're doing well. And I do also hope that you're keeping attention to your legacy and uh, giving back to the people. Yeah, exactly. Because giving back is something that's, you know, very powerful for you as being happy about you and you being actually so great and just donating your money and whatsoever. And, and actually for all the other people. And, and yeah, yeah, with that being said, I'll hopefully see you tomorrow because this is actually the episode tomorrow i do just have to record the other episode for uh, friday today um because actually uh 10 minutes before five um everything's working out quite fine today i did have just i think two hours less of school which is totally great because i do just have the time to do this now and actually do something for school afterwards as well and with that being said i hope you have a wonderful day and i wish you the best i'll see you and I do not see my mouse, and I love you, and I've actually forgotten to put in the intro or the outro, and yeah, I hope you're doing well, I'll see you the next time, and I love you.